What's poppin'? Welcome to your health class, the show about helping you lose fat, ditch your comfort zone, and then we're going to change your generation. I'm Trevor, health and nutrition coach, and today we have a special guest. We're going to dive all into leadership and how this relates to your health and how it's more important now than ever. And really, I mean, we've been talking about society and we just did a whole podcast of some of the crazy articles going on right now. We need some leadership. <laughs> but before that, cue that intro. I took my turmeric shot this morning, so I'm feeling pretty swell. Yeah. I've been focused on my health. Yeah. I've been tossing hundred dollar bills down with some wells. Limots in the windows, baby. I can't kiss and tell. Passive in my head, but it's not negative. Spewing on your tray. Please keep your sentiments because I don't need to. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm excited for you to be here as always. And this one is to be great. You're going to need to share this already. I already know it because one of the biggest skills that we've been talking about over these last just what year the show's been going on now is not just being being the person to help your own health, not just focusing on your own fitness, but taking it to that next level, getting out of your comfort zone. And that way we can start changing our generation's health because that's what really matters at this point. So today we have Chris on. So Chris, health and nutrition coach, he's helping people lose fat, build muscle, like actually take back control over their own lives. Then in his past, or still kind of the current, but he's a Marine, so he's been kicking ass. And as he said, he is a professional badass. So, <laughs> cheers, cheers, cheers. Welcome to the show, Chris. Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Thank you for coming on. Dude, so before we get into this, like what actually got you so passionate about health? Because you look at your Instagram, you look at all the content you're putting out, and you realize like this is something you truly love. Like yeah. you, this is something that you're fully involved in. Like what got you so passionate about this? Yeah, I so I'd say I wasn't always passionate about it. Um, but I got into uh, I'd say year two or three into the Marine Corps, I kind of realized that um, if my goal in the Marine Corps was to push myself and to better myself, um, you know, but I'm still, I'm I'm not the best. And, and granted, you still always want to kind of strive to be the best. Um, but I, I got to a point where I was like, okay, so I am nowhere near where I want to be mm. at all. Um, I was drinking a bottle of of. Uh, hundred proof every night. Like it was bad. Um, and I had to sit back and kind of think about where I wanted to be and then the steps that I needed to take to get there. Um, and I had a lot of hard work and a lot of progress. Uh, and it took, I think it took me about three years to get to where I'm at now. Um, but that's what really cultivated the, uh, passion that I have now is through my own journey. Um, and then realizing that, um, like a lot of people, are in the position that I was in two, three years ago. And so helping them come from that and watching them grow and progress is always awesome. <laughs> so really for you, it's just seeing that transformation people make. Yeah, exactly. This keeps feeling it. Okay. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. No, dude, every single time you just see somebody like overcome those obstacles, you know, you were in. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. There's yeah. nothing like it. <laughs> it's awesome, dude. <laughs> Okay, so really diving into it, because what I've noticed a lot about the content you're putting out is the fact that, okay, yes, like there's health and fitness here, 
but it's more than that. Like it's be, it's who you're becoming in this process. So all the time we're talking about ditching our comfort zone. So what would you say are like three core, three core things about your life or like that you're teaching to help people ditch their comfort zone and ultimately become that leader that, that this generation really needs. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, I say the first one is, is, uh, and this is, a, I'm going to get made fun of by my military friends, but this is a, it's a cliche in the military, but uh, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm. Um, a lot of times people, um, they, they see the results that they want, but they don't realize that it's going to take a lot of hard work and dedication to get there. And that's going to require a lot of putting yourself into uncomfortable situations. Um, and what those uncomfortable situations do is they, they build, um, they make it a lot easier for, let, let's take somebody who's starting out, for example, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, uh, might not have ever ran more than a mile. Right. So for them, their comfort zone is running a mile. Um, they run that mile, then they're going to realize that it wasn't really that hard. Right. Yeah. And they can do more than that. And so you, you, you start to build this habit of looking for uncomfortable situations. And that's what you'll start to realize too, is that, um, your mind will start to present you with all these uncomfortable situations to put yourself into mm-hmm. um, that are going to help you get to where you're wanting to go. And it's just about, you know, being cognizant of those things. And so, um, yeah, it, dude, it, <laughs> I have, I have a, we'll get into it later, but I have a couple funny stories about some just weird situations that my mind has put me in. Um, but, but yeah, you really want to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, and then I'd say, Number two would be um, understand that you're not not the only one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you're not the only one starting. You're not going to be the only one to finish. You know what I mean? And there are people around you that can um, help you get to where you want to go. But there's also people around you that you can help once you start, once you get through, you know, steps two. Yeah. You know, who someone who's still in step one, you know, you were there so you can help them get to step two and then you're in step three, someone who's in step one and two, you know what I mean? Um, so recognizing your environment, that's point three, your environment is conducive to your success. 100%. Um, if you're, if you're starting out right and you're like, I want to lose a ton of weight, but then you go and you look into the pantry and, and your environment is cluttered with junk food and, and processed foods, right? And this is just a small example. Um, but the same is true for somebody who's wanting to start a business. If their environment is not conducive to the success of starting a business, they have zero books around, so they're not looking to learn anything. They have, um, they play video games all day. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> looking for ways to set up your environment in a way that is going to breed success. And, and that's something that, is hard, but it takes intentionality. And with that intentionality, I think that stuff becomes easy. So dude, I am right there. I know exactly what you're talking about with that. Like I remember right when quarantine hit. So the first step in 2020, like that was my biggest crash. Like, yeah, just think of a car, just hitting a wall full speed, a hundred miles per hour and just going up in a fiery flame. Like that was, that felt like my life at that point because I structured my entire day around putting myself in environments where I could be productive. When I was home, I was not productive. Yeah. I, I accepted that 
And so my way of getting around that was putting myself in environments like coffee shops or going to the gym because I was very productive in those areas. Didn't matter before COVID because you know what? I could just go out and do it. But then you realize that it's not about just finding these environments, but about creating them. And like, that's what I really had to learn at the beginning of COVID. But I want to dive into that. But before we do that, let's go back to point number one. So getting outside that comfort zone, getting comfortable there. One thing that really stands out is that it's not just about like, okay, I'm going to go do something uncomfortable. I'm going to go run a mile, but it's embracing those little moments where your brain's like, I could do that. And just answering that call. Like. Dude, I love that. So, okay. <laughs> I'll get into this story. Um, it was really weird. So I was actually doing 75 hard. I can't remember what day I was on, but I, I told myself before going on this run that I was going to take it easy. Right. And so I'm going on this little jog and there's a Marine Corps uses these, well, it's probably military wide, but we use like training logs, right? They're like mm-hmm. 300, you know, range between 150 to 300 pounds. Um, but you get a bunch of, you know, Marines underneath it and you run or whatever. And so I was running on this trail and I saw a log by itself and I'm like, you know, passing by it. My mind's like, Hey, you should pick that up and run with it. I'm like, no, (laughs) absolutely not. So I I keep walking by it and then I get like, I'd say like 25 yards, um, past it. And I'm like, man, (laughs) God dang it, dude. So I, I go back and I pick up this log. Um, this one actually I don't think was was too heavy. It was like a half log. So, But, I mean, it was still super – it was obnoxious. Yeah. Um, I, I'd say it was about 120 pounds. Um, and so I'm running down the, the side of the road, um, and people are, like, slowing down and, like, taking videos. And I'm just I'm just vibing, you know, in my mm-hmm. own little world. Um, but that's that's an example of, like, you have that opportunity – to say yes, or you have the opportunity to say no. You know what I mean. And so, it's, if you if you take that opportunity and you say no, that inkling is going to get you know quieter and quieter and quieter. Every time you say yes, your brain is more cognizant of more opportunity um, throughout your day, um, and that's what I've noticed. And so, so that when I get to a situation where, like that, and I say no, like I'm battling with myself. I'm like, dude, you better turn your ass around and go get that freaking log. Um, and so, yeah, it's just a funny story, but um, an example of what it means to like be aware of those um, opportunities when they present themselves. Well, it really seems like when it comes back to leadership too, is just doing enough. You're never going to be a great leader. Yeah. So, I mean, that, we could talk about good all day. Like, screw that. That's not in the conversation. We're talking about greatness here. <laughs> like, yeah. this show is not just to try to be average, but to actually be great and lead people and influence them, it's not going to be just getting to that mark and stopping. Like, yeah, that doesn't inspire anybody. Like, just completing your day on, like, just being average, like, that's not inspiring anybody. But think of all those great stories, like, uh, David Goggins, just everything he does, or yeah. <laughs> uh, Wim Hof, and just like seeing him swim under water or climb Mount Everest in his underwear, and like that's actually inspiring people. Yeah. Like that's actually getting people to see that what's normal is not all that's possible. Yeah, and I think that's really what it comes down to at the end of the day. It's obviously not defying human 
human feats every single day, but yeah. all those little things really changes your perspective at the end of it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it, I mean, there are going to be days when you're, you're really not, you really don't want to, you know, everybody has those days to, if someone ever says that they're motivated every single day, they are freaking lying to you, dude, because it's not, it's, it's, it's not a thing. It's not sustainable to do that, to be motivated every single day either, because you need those days to either kick yourself in the ass and keep going or, or learn that you don't really have it. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's all I got on that one, dude. No, I I feel it because like there's so much just I don't even I don't even know what you call it just motivation mumbo jumbo or <laughs> motivation yeah. shit out there that you're yeah. just like, are you kidding me? Like, stop putting on this persona that you're motivated all the time because the real results really come when you're not motivated. Yeah. Cause you could, anybody could be motivated for a day to do something, but yeah. if you're willing to do something that's actually out of your comfort zone, when you're not motivated, that's going to make the real results. So point, no, moving on to point number two though. So in that foundation of changing your health, changing your fitness, building that leadership, because it's really a skill, it's not a natural boy and leader or anything, but get changing the people around you or that environment. What is it about that and how is that influenced where you're at in your health right now? Mm, okay, so I think that like when I started and then I think so I started my health and fitness journey, I think three years ago, but I had a period in between that time and now where I was like super depressed, super like again, that bottle a day. Mm-hmm. Um not healthy like at all right um and then that was when i got you know had to kick myself in the ass but you'll realize that when you're grinding and you're in your own world and you're focused on what you need to do people are going to notice like you don't have to I, I i don't think you really have to go out and say hey can i help you you know what i mean i think when you start to focus on yourself and you start to to better yourself people are going to notice and then they're going to ask you and that's what i've noticed um with with how i've just been i i I, i've literally just been grinding in my own little world you know what i mean doing my thing um but as i've put myself as i've started doing that i've met i've met new people right i've made incredible connections um and that's all from you know putting in the work every single day Mm -hmm. um and then you get those opportunities of people who are like yo bro i've been watching you for like three months right and i I love what you're doing, right? And then you have people who are like, dude, um, so I I actually just got a a message the other day, or yesterday actually, um, somebody who's been watching me for a really, really long time. I didn't even know that she was watching me, um, but something that I posted um, like three months ago, she paid attention to and then took that and ran with it on her own and then like yesterday she was sharing with me all her results. You know what I mean? So you got to realize that people are watching you in the good and the bad. You know what I mean? So you got to be intentional about what kind of, you know, vibe I guess you're putting out there. And it, you can't be fake. You can't be doing one thing on Instagram and then another thing, you know, behind closed doors or by yourself. You know what I mean? Because those are the people that 
um, end up buying Instagram followers and <laughs> <laughs> and not really making it. So, um, yeah, you got to be intentional about about that kind of stuff because people are going to pick up on the good and the bad. So, dude, with so one thing, because really. A big part of this, I mean, the quote always comes back to me, or not quote, but the old saying, like, the five people around you are going to make the biggest impact on you. So what about when you're in that situation when you don't have any those people around you? And those five people around you actually see you changing, and it just reminds me of Toy Story yeah. <laughs> when uh, Buzz and Woody are getting pulled out of the claw machine, and now all the little green aliens yeah. are yanking them yeah, back exactly. down because that's... I mean, that's really what it feels like yeah. at the end of the day because people will make fun of you yeah. that entire journey. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I've I, I've, I've felt a lot of that. And this isn't I, – I have a lot of value for all the relationships that I've made in the, in the military. Um, but I've realized that when I'm – like I have to be very, very intentional about the time that I keep to myself and the time that I um, utilize for like work, right, like my, my own personal work. And so – when you don't have those people around you, like your environment, you probably need to go seek out those people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it means it, it can mean a couple of things. One, you've outgrown your environment. Um, and so you need to, you know, find some people that are two, three levels above you, you know, that are going to help you get to that level. You know what I mean? Um, and so, and that could, I mean, that could mean a couple of different things. People could take that, you know, a couple of different ways. They say, uh, cut out all your relationships. Well, I don't think you need to cut out all your relationships, but if there are p- people that are toxic, you know what I mean? Then yeah. you need to cut them out. But like my relationships with a lot of the people that I've made in the Marine Corps, I have a lot of friends that I made in the Marine Corps. Right. But I think three or four of them are people that like, um, that I can like learn from, you know what I mean? there's a lot of people that I'm just really good friends with. There's a lot of people that I can learn from. There's a lot of people that have learned from me. There's a lot of people that, you know, I just hang out with, you know what I mean? Um, but if you're in an environment where you have nobody, I think you need to, you've outgrown your environment and you need to find some people because those people are going to pull you up and you can't stay in the same, you know, um, you can't stay, stay at the same level for very long. Cause then, at least for me personally, I get very, very depressed when I'm at that level. Yeah. I think I'm stagnant. I'm not moving. I'm not growing. Um, so um, if you are in that environment and you're looking to get out of that environment, um, one, seek seek that better environment, but also like hone in on that personal time that you do have and make every second of that time count because that's going to be um, – for me, like that's what's what's holding like <laughs> holding me until I get to that new but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um so Well the thing is is it's really I would say it might be controversial or whatever, I don't really care. But uh, <laughs> really about honing in on that time you have by yourself, because that time is really gonna be more important than anything else. Yeah. Because if you can be by yourself and start racking up wins. Mm-hmm. and start pushing your life forward and building that thing that you want, you would be amazed at all these weird situations you'll find yourself in where now you're not having to go to some stupid-ass networking event or something like yeah. that to meet new people, yeah. but you'll just be around those people that you want, those people that are like, like-minded. like yeah. like how How you and me met is yep. completely... <laughs> 
it's not a networking event. It's not anything like that. It's just literally going out into the world. Like those are values I want to live. I'm going to live those values. And boom, you start coming across people that also have those same values. It's the whole law of attraction. And trust me, I thought it was complete bullshit at first too. It's, yeah. When you're outside of that, it's uh, hard to, hard to imagine that hard. Yeah your like frame of reference is so much smaller to what's really happening in this world. Like there's so much out that I don't even understand that nobody really even yeah. understands. No, it's funny. Cause like just thinking about the law of attraction, like you realize like the, the little things that people don't really recognize as the law of attraction. Like mm-hmm. you have somebody who's like, Oh, I, I, I want to, you know, I work at <laughs> Facebook and, and Instagram does a good job at this because they listen to everything that we say. So, um, like you say, you say, uh, it's like, like the law of attraction on steroids. Yeah, for real. So you say like, I want to start working out. I want to better my, you know, my health and fitness. Right. And then, you know, you start seeing a lot more Instagram posts. You start see, or, or even just like, I want a new car. I want this car. Right. And then every car, the only car you notice on the street is that car that you're looking for. And you start to see it all over the place. You know what I mean? So the same is true for like the people that that once you start like for me i spend 90 percent of my day like honestly by myself mm-hmm. and that's because i'm grinding i'm working you know what i mean um and you know, learning uh i'm in a stage of learning and growth right now so um learning about you know this next season that i'm about to enter and so um as i'm doing that just the like i'm in a mindset of learning and growth and i've been meeting people who are also in a mindset of learning and growth, but I've also organically met people who are in positions that I want to be in, in 10 years. You know what I mean? And so when you focus on, when you take that time, so a lot of people, most people are, you know, spend a lot of time to themselves. Most everybody spends time to themselves all day. Right. Mm -hmm. But what are they doing? They're on Facebook, Instagram, you know, video games, video games, 90% of the freaking day, wake up, go to the bathroom, take a shower, play video games. You know what I mean? And then you go to sleep at 2 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, it's just about how you use that personal time. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's huge because if you want – really understand that if you want to have, like, a great network of people and attract those people into your lives – or into your life, <laughs> you have to be living that life already. Yeah. You have to be embodying that. And not for a day, not for a week, not for a month, but give it like literally months, like Mm -hmm. six months of just dedicated to your craft or whatever it is you love or whatever it is you want to change in your life. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, you'll be in a situation you won't even understand how you got there and getting those people into your life. Yeah. And that's what I think is so lost in the fact that we have like a weird culture of, you got to go to a networking event to meet these people or you yeah. need to, uh, no, bro, just step outside, go to the gym, talk <laughs> to somebody. You know what I mean? You don't got to go to a net, you gotta pay thousands of dollars for, or some of them are free, but are you not going to pay? Like a lot of people pay, <laughs> pay these like $10,000 for a course. Like brother, you could get the same info by just meeting somebody at, at the gym and then learning, Oh shoot, you're in the craft that I want to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, now I can learn from you. I met a guy, organically um because i got invited to speak at an event 
um, back home and he came up to me afterwards and he's into real estate and he's been into real estate for 20 years and he's like, I freaking got at it. So <laughs> and it's like my, my goal is to own a lot of property at, like as real estate investments down the road. And so like you, you're, you're going to meet him organically. You know what I mean? <laughs> freaking networking class. dude. This is, I mean, I, I see some value to them for like, um, especially if you go to like a networking, um, a group that is outside of what would be considered your scope of normalcy, I guess. Is that yeah. a word? Normalcy. <laughs> I think it is. I guess boudoir is not a word either. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, inside joke. Um, so, um, yeah, no, I think that there's some value to like going outside and seeking like new mm-hmm. experiences, but I don't think, bro, if you're just, you know, learning everything you can about the craft that you're already you know, in and you're honing in and, and becoming an expert on it. Yeah. You'll organically meet those people. Yeah, exactly. Not, I mean, there's definitely a place for these things. It's just the fact that the path to success right now is putting way too much importance on that rather than just doing the fucking work. <laughs> yeah. Or like waking up at 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro, in order to be successful, successful, you got to wake up at 4 a.m. Okay. I'm up. What do I do now? Right, now what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everybody who's successful is waking up at 4 a.m. No, that's not true. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot stand all those memes out there. The alpha morning routine and all that yeah. is just like, okay, we're, we're missing the point here. The person I consider the most alpha wakes up at 11 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> so, uh, and he owns eight businesses, so... <laughs> It's crazy. That's yeah, weird. I don't know. It I don't get it. Must be uh, defying the laws of nature there. So yes, he's an anomaly. One thing. One last thing I want to touch on that it came up is that a lot of times when you're in this environment that might not necessarily have all these positive people, this is really where books, podcasts, YouTube videos. This is really where they serve a purpose because you might not have access to all this information um, from the people around you, like just great wealth of knowledge around you, but there is so much information out there for free or yeah. for the low price of what? How much is a book nowadays? I mean, you can like go to your local bucks? <laughs> used bookstore and find a great book for five bucks. Yeah. So. Thriftbooks.com. I can order 50, or 10 books for 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. Tools like that are going to be invaluable for getting you moving in the right direction and starting to change how you think because that's really the name of the game. Yeah. And changing the people around you is changing how you think. Yeah. But let's move on to that third point. And this is going to be really not just adapting to your environment, but learning how to change your environment. And would you say it's really about setting it up for success for you or? What what is your really what's your thought pattern as far as actually setting up an environment for success? So you gotta you gotta understand yourself and how you kind of work, right? So if I know that if I have a box of or bag or whatever that thing is called for Oreos, <laughs> if I have a bag of Oreos or whatever, um, and I know that if I eat one, I'm gonna eat the whole bag. Well, okay, it's probably a good idea just not to keep Oreos in the house. You know what I mean? Um, and so that you, you gotta be, you gotta one know yourself and how you respond to certain things. 
um, books when I first wanted to start. And this actually I got from the book Atomic Habit. Great book. Um, but if you like when I first wanted to start reading more, um, I started just placing books around the house, like the the room. You know what I mean? And so I'd see them more. Right. And then it would, you know, I'd be more inclined to like pick it up for a second. Um, and so. Yeah, know yourself and then you'll know how to create that environment for yourself. So I'll use my fitness journey, I guess, as an example. Um, if if when I started out, um, I my best friend became my best friend because I wanted to work out and he was way more fit than me. <laughs> and I like I, I did I didn't we, we never talked before, but I was like, Hey bro, um I'm fat and I don't wanna be. <laughs> and so he's like, Okay, bro, come to the gym with me. Like, okay, cool. And then that, you know, now I'm in an environment where um I'm at the gym, right? So I'm there's that environment that I'm set I'm creating for myself. But me knowing that I probably wouldn't have gotten out of off my ass by myself. So I, I went and intentionally told somebody, Hey brother, you're gonna take me to the gym every day. <laughs> and that's what started once I was able to like do that, like literally within a month, like I was like, okay, I can do this by myself. I don't need you. I mean, we're still best friends, but like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm more like inclined to work out by myself now. Um, and then I just, I have the knowledge. So it's like, it's not, it's something that, but it always, it wasn't always easy. You know what I mean? So if whatever it is, that's not easy for you, how can you make it easier within your environment? If it's not easier for you, if it's not easy for you to, um, I don't know, be productive throughout your day and your environment, there's a TV in, in your room, there's an Xbox and you know that every time you wake up and you realize you're not going to be doing anything that day, you go and grab the controller. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'm not saying throw away your controller, but let's, let's place a barrier in between you and your controller. So we'll go back to the, the, the cookie example right if i know that i love cookies um i'm going to i know this is kind of bouncing around but i'll get to my point <laughs> i promise um if i know that i love cookies right um my barrier is going to be okay i can have cookies but i have to bake them and i can't keep the stuff in my house you know what i mean so that means that in order for me to have cookies i have to go to the store which for me is 30 minutes away. <laughs> I have to bring it back. Then I have to bake, which takes, I don't know. I don't bake. So how long does baking cookies take? You know what I mean? So there's this long process where now I'm thinking about, I was like, do I really want a cookie? No, I don't want a cookie now. I don't really don't want a cookie that bad. So you go back to the Xbox. It's like, so what barrier can you place in that sense that is going to prevent you from sitting all day mm -hmm. in front of your Xbox? Okay, you can play. But you have to go and get in a workout first. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so know yourself. And then from that, you're able to create an environment based off of what your goal is. How am I going to get there? What do I need to do? Now, what are some things that are bad habits for me? Now I got to break those habits. So let's create an environment that helps me to break those habits that gets me closer to my goal. Okay, so it's really about breaking down the things you want to do, and even more importantly, it sounds like the things you don't want to do. Yeah, 
and then start establishing what's around you like night like just say like 90% of the time cuz you're going to be at your house at your job at the gym all these locations like those are going to be the ones you frequent the most realistically yeah so structuring these areas to make it as easy as possible to accomplish list A of I want to do these things and as hard as possible yeah to accomplish list B of the things you don't want to do yeah exactly so um, I, I, I don't want to say that it's more about the things you don't want to do because I think if you focus on that, then you're more inclined to, mm. you know, you're, yeah. whatever you're focused on is, is going to be what you pay most attention to. So if you focus on what you do want to do, those things that you don't want to do are naturally just going to fall off the table, figure out, um, me, I want to open up a gym later on down the road. Mm. So what kind of habits do I ha- need to ha- I need discipline. How can I create discipline within my environment? Okay, well, I don't have a TV. Uh, well, actually, that's a lie. I do have a TV. Um, but I don't have an Xbox, right? Because, I, I, one, I just don't like video games. But I know that if I do have an Xbox, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to play an X- Xbox all freaking day, right? Which is, like, I could use that time for Xbox or I could use that time for reading or, you know, uh, working out, Um whatever it is for me that's going to get me there right there's you'll you'll start to realize that there's better ways to utilize your time um once you identify what it is that you what goal you want and then how you need to get there and then you can you set up your environment for that okay. so now bringing this back into the frame of leadership for the people that you're either looking to influence or you're in the pos- position of being the leader like, how do you make, what, are you just using these same techniques just to make sure you're setting it up so your team is winning as well? Um, I think, yeah, it comes down to, like, leading by example. You know what I mean? So if I'm not doing it, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I'm not going to go ask so-and-so to do it. You know what I mean? If yeah. I'm not willing to exercise, you know, or, you know, have 250 minutes of exercise throughout my week. I'm not going to go tell so-and-so to do the same thing. So um, in order for me, I've determined that in order for me to lead by example, there are certain things like certain qualities that I need to have um, that are going to, again, it all comes with like, what is your goal? So for me, I want to impact as many people as possible, open up a gym, right? And And so what qualities do I need for that? Those qualities, once you start to like hone in on those qualities and actually like um, build upon those qualities and make them stronger, that's going to lead to leading by example. So you're, those are, you lead, I guess you got to kind of, got to kind of consider um, everybody has their own sphere of influence, right? Um, but that sphere is attracted to those qualities. So you got to hone in on those qualities um, because whatever, like <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. this is kind of, it's kind of screwing up my brain a little bit, but uh, those quality, your sphere of inf- the reason why you have this sphere of influence, I think everybody has a sphere of influence, no matter how big or small mm-hmm. is because there are those people in that circle are attracted to certain qualities that you have. Right. Um, so figure out what those qualities are. Are they, there's going to be some qualities that, you know, probably are not ideal to, for your goal. Right. And that's, I think a lot of the reason why, 
people, you know, start, they get on this path of, you know, grinding and success. And then they start limit, like getting rid of some of those qualities and they start losing friends because they're like, now I'm not attracted to whatever you're doing because you don't have that quality that I was after. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you're, your uh your sphere of influence is going to grow based on whatever those qualities are that you have that um are attracting those people if that does that make sense yeah no so it's almost like you can't just focus on growing a sphere of influence but if you're being a true leader it should be shrinking at times as well so it is you're living a life of discipline and action that is naturally going to like unattract people, <laughs> get yeah. people to run the opposite direction because they know what you're about and they're yeah. not about it. So yeah. it's like unattracting them. I feel like there's a better word for that. Uh, repelling, repelling them. There yeah. we go. <laughs> there we go. Unattracting. Yeah. And and those are going to be like the people that, you know, are probably holding you back or, mm-hmm. or a bad influence in a certain area or, you know, whatever. So, I wouldn't say your your sphere gets smaller. I'd say it gets tighter, you know, which means yeah. the community of that sphere of influence also gets tighter. You know what I mean? Um, and you start to build a community of people that you're helping. Um, and, yeah. So, to recap, we got to make sure we're getting out of our comfort zone and really getting comfortable being out of our comfort zone. Yes, sir. Getting around the right people, making sure that that circle that's around us and the people around us, we're doing work to get higher and higher quality people there. And not just from a, I'm looking for gains here, but to really contribute and being able to help people as well. Yeah. And then also setting up that environment for success. But then one last thing, how has the 75 hard? Cause I know we've, yeah. <laughs> we've had a couple of conversations about this and we're both fa- fans of Andy's podcast. <laughs> yep. How would you say that challenge has influenced or changed how you've lead you lead people? Um, well, uh, it definitely you know made me realize that I have way more friggin' time on my hands to <laughs> to to do the things that one I love to do, and then to do the things that I need to do. Um, um, but it also the leading by example. It is huge. A lot of people don't. That's why you have a lot of people following um, people on Instagram that probably shouldn't be giving out any sort of advice. Uh, girls posing in front of <laughs> like Cheez-Its in the, in the supermarket saying, you could look just like me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but yeah, you lead by example and then naturally that, it, yeah, like you said, I, I like what you said, um, not about gaining. So a lot of people focus heavily on okay how can i get more followers Mm -hmm. how can i get more you know um whatever it is they're looking for and then instead of looking internally how can i grow in this area how can i grow in in this area and when you look internally naturally that other stuff comes you know what i mean because you're those are the things that are going to get you closer to whatever it is you're looking for so it's really that the 75 heart has really pushed you to look farther inside and really hold yourself to a whole whole nother standard. So yeah. that way the people that you are attracting, you're already pushing yourself outside your comfort zone there, yeah. getting used to that being uncomfortable. So it's really just taking all these three skills 
and making you actually live it every single day. Then <laughs> yeah, my yeah. So I'd say my dude, my mindset when I talk about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, my awareness for opportunities definitely elevated like tenfold because um, one, I was already um, uncomfortable just because I before that didn't have I I didn't have a regimented like day to day, right? Um, I should have, but I didn't. Um, and so it's usually uh, how it goes. <laughs> yeah, so that's the, uh, that was the uncomfortable part for me, but being uncomfortable in that aspect led me to like being more aware in other areas as well of how can I get uncomfortable in this area? How can I get uncomfortable in this area? Mm. Right. And then I start looking at, okay. And that, that was actually a conversation I had to have with myself with, uh, my environment was, um, my environment is super comfortable right now. You know what I mean? So how can I make it more like, how can I make it uncomfortable in a way that is going to get me closer to whatever my goal is? You know what I mean? So wait, dive into that a little bit more. So you have this environment that you're really comfortable in. What do you mean by that? Yeah. So it was like it, my environment was a environment that you could say, the right word breeded <laughs> uh, bread bread laziness right so how can i take that and turn it into environment that bred productivity or you know um, growth and so i i had a very so okay so i'm gonna, I'm gonna dive into this so i had a like a recliner chair in my in my room right yeah I would sit in it all freaking day and I would just do my schoolwork in, in, in the recliner chair. Right. Um, but then I would realize that like, and some people do this too, they'll eat. Right. And then they'll go sit on the couch and then now they're, you know, they're, they're, they're tired. So they're like, okay, I'll just sit here for like a couple minutes, which turns into like an hour or whatever. Right. That's the same thing that happened to me with my environment is this and my room in the Marine Corps is not very large. Um, it's about the size of a shoebox. So I had a bed and a recliner chair <laughs> um, attached to a kitchen and a bathroom. Um, within like, I dude, honestly, I'd say it's about 300, 400 square feet. Yeah, that'd thing. be very generous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so if all I have in there is a recliner chair, right. And that's, so that's the first thing I'm seeing. I'm seeing a better recliner chair. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So now my environment is, dude, it's so easy for me to be lazy. Now I have weights in there. I have, I've literally turned my thing into a gym. Like I have a, a 75, an 80, I don't know how much it weighs, honestly, sand. So <laughs> an 80, we'll say 75 pound sandbag in there. Like, so now I'm constantly looking around. I see, okay, there's an opportunity to work out. Um, my bed is made every morning. So now I'm not going to go lay down and take a nap because my bed is made. The only time it gets unmade is if I'm going to bed. Um, so I'm not going to take a nap. Um, but that was like a super, I grew up very, I'm definitely different from my siblings, but I definitely grew up in a very lazy household. So it's very easy for me to set up an environment that is lazy unintentionally, of course, but you also have to realize that you have to be cognizant of that. You know what I mean? Um, be intentional about creating an environment that's different than what you're used to. So, yeah. 
<laughs> You're like, that's a long-winded answer to that. that You're welcome. <laughs> no, I love it though. Cause it's really, if you stop and like, think about it, like most of the time we're going to find ourselves, especially at the beginning of the journey, our journey in a spot that's very comfortable. I mean, what usually sparks it for, or what might spark it for you is something that automatically gets you out of that, gets you uncomfortable. And that can be a great way to switch. But we don't really want to wait till a health issue pops up. We don't want to wait till it's too late and you need to do something now. Like there's so much that we can prevent. And that's what this message is about is being able to get out of your own comfort zone to lose that fat. Uh, get the fitness that you desire, get the job that you want, like build that life you actually want. So that way you're getting out of your comfort zone. And then that way we can spread this message and change our generation. So that way we don't continue the cycle that we're seeing just generation after generation at this point of like the kids now are more obese than when I was a kid. And the kids in my generation were more obese than when my parents were a kid. And it's like, how long are we going to let this keep going on until we realize that America is now fatter, it's weaker, and like the whole dream that this country is founded on does not have us where we're at right now. (laughs) Yeah. And if we want to actually live our best lives and really get the full enjoyment out of life, you only have one of them. You might as well just take some time to work out now. <laughs> yeah. The best leaders that I had, like, going throughout my time, not just in the Marine Corps, but, like, um, in life in general, were people who knew how to play, like, the, the puzzle game, right? So you have, if I have a team of guys, right, and I, each person is different, so they represent a different piece of the puzzle, Right that puzzle has to come together and create this picture, right? Which is the overall function of the team. Um, And you have to learn how each puzzle fits with the other piece, right? So if I have a guy that might respond very well to being yelled at, right? Okay, then, you know, that's all I got to do, you know what I mean? (laughs) But if I have a guy that I yell at him and he's just not responding very well, now I have to figure out, okay, what does he respond to? And how can I make it, you know, how can I allow, how can I train him so that he works well with the other guy Mm -hmm. and so that he also responds to what I'm giving him. Um, And so I think the best leaders that I've ever had understood that, which also taught me to, to pull from, from those qualities and figure out for myself, my own leadership you know, qualities by no means am I an expert leader, (laughs) but I don't think really anybody is, but, um, cause I'm still learning and growing, but, uh, that is definitely one thing that I took away from the Marine Corps. And I know you didn't ask that. No, no. I think that's huge though, because a lot of times you have your mom, your dad, just people around you that you might want you want to help them on this journey because the second you have that spark, you start seeing that transformation. You realize how like just absolutely amazing you feel. And the first thing you want to do is tell everybody about it. Yeah. And 99% of the time that's not actually changing them. 
they don't get that inspired by it. No, they're like, hey, cool, dude. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, once you start seeing results, this is starting to bring some more people on. Yeah. But also pushes some other people away. Yeah. And really what that brings me back to is remembering that everybody's at a different point in their journey and really understanding that and making sure that if you care about somebody, if you're trying to help them, you can't just communicate to them like how you communicate to everybody else. Yeah. Everybody's different and seeing like what what is it that they need right now in their life. Some people might need that kick in the butt and the most caring thing you can do is tell them the truth and just be blunt about it. But you might really, uh, really destroy some relationships that way if you're not careful with it. Yeah. Because like you're saying, that's just a tool in your belt. You don't treat everybody like that because if you truly care about them and you're trying to help them get results... There might be another way to approach it where both that relationship is going to come out better and they're going to actually see those results we're talking about. Yeah, for sure. And I think it transfers because people starting out in their journey for fitness or whatever it is, there's the biggest issue that a lot of them have is adherence, like especially if they're working with a trainer is adherence to whatever program they're doing. Right. And a lot of that has to do with because the, the trainer hasn't figured out how to, you know, get that client or that person to adhere to whatever their training program is. Because some people, uh, I mean, I think trainers kind of, when they start out, they, they, um, they start giving their clients what worked for them. Yeah. Um, and, (laughs) and then they lose a lot of these clients because they're like, well, that worked for you. That's great. But like, that doesn't work for me. Everybody, everybody is different. You know what I mean? So, um, and every person is different. So you got to figure out how can I get this person to adhere to this? Mm-hmm. Is there something else that they're going to respond to? And how can I figure that out? You know, I think that's huge. Even just for your own journey is understanding, yeah. like you're going to need to get creative at some point. Like at the end of the day, you just got to do the work. But what can you do to set up your environment, set up the people around you, set up your comfort zone, so that way you can keep pushing outside of it day after day? Because that's where the results are going to come in. Yeah, is that consistency? And dude, I think that's a that's a great thing, like final thought to get people thinking about. But this is great. What where's a great place for, or where's the best place for people to reach you at, as far as if they want to work together, or just at least. Check out your Instagram content. Okay, so here's my phone number. Right now. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, Instagram is going to be Chris, C-H-R-I-S, period, underscore, Mac, M-A-C. And that is probably the best place you can reach me. Okay. I don't respond to phone calls anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that will be in the show description. You can just go click on it in there. Take you right to his Instagram. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Chris, thank you for coming on. This is tons of fun. And... In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.